What's going on, everybody? The whole crew is here, uh, except for Celis, but we got two chains live from Vegas from the pool parties that he did not want to invite us to. The whole <laughs> Big Gold Belt family is ready to go tonight on Thursday. Big weekend, SummerSlam and the like. Let's get this show started. Like we said at the beginning of the show, it is another episode of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. It is I, Damon G, surrounded by a crew and cast of gentlemen who I am proud to work with. Will, Jamal, two chains on location. How are we doing tonight? What's up, Damien? Well, yeah. I'm fearless, as y'all can see. I came back from the <laughs> uh, decided, screw it, let's go Stone Cold Damien G again. And uh, <laughs> for me, you know, the whole shaving it every two days, uh, it's kind of you know, spending 40 bucks on a haircut here in Dallas. So, this, I mean, Jamal got a whole beer, and then, uh, Will, welcome back, too. Yes, oh, yeah, indeed. that's right. What was on vacation? Welcome back, my friend. I've been gone two weeks. I'm back just in time for the craziness to begin this weekend because it's going to be a massive weekend, I think. Yeah. And who, who knows where the hell will become uh, the end of it? But we're here, and it's about to go down. And who true. knows if two chains is actually going to make it back from <laughs> Vegas? Because, you know, what happens there stays there. So he might just stay there. But <laughs> the reason we're doing this show is because, hey, wrestling is what we do sometimes. And uh, two chains is on location. So I'm going to throw the ball to him real quick and to let us know what he's seen so far since he got to Vegas, aside from copious partying and things of that nature. <laughs> so, so interesting enough, I, man, I've been out here for like other uh sport events ufc and boxing mm-hmm. and the fact that the pacquiao fight is tomorrow and uh, tomorrow saturday and the SummerSlam is also saturday it's not quite crazy yet things look kind of normal regular normal vegas i mean you see people <laughs> with, with wrestling shirts so you know something's going on you see the advertisement and and, and quite might not add the advertisement is only john cena and roman reigns that's that's the big faces that you're seeing at the airports. You're seeing on the taxis, just like how they mm-hmm. would advertise boxing or UFC, the biggest, the main event, and mm-hmm. that's it. Yep, the main yeah. event. So, so the, the the reason I bring that up is because anytime that WWE is in a city, they typically take it over and they advertise it up and down with everybody who's available on the roster. Um, so it just shows you that despite this being SummerSlam, despite this being their biggest, second biggest pay-per-view of the year, arguably three, if you want to throw in like, you know, the, the Saudi shows, which are, they're big spectacles. You got to give it for what it is. Um, they didn't take over Vegas. Vegas still Vegas. Vegas is above all. And even 
though Earl Spence pulled from the Pacquiao fight, you see just as much <laughs> advertisement with Pacquiao as you have with SummerSlam because Pacquiao is a huge draw out here. Um, this is why they continue. He, t- he continues to get fights. This is why all of his fights are in Vegas because, as I said many times, when you when you when uh, when when Boston ever when when Boston promote, they like to bring people who can bring a nation behind them. And so, when I was pitching the idea of well, what do you do for SummerSlam, I said, well, you have to bring somebody who has some type of boxing. I mean, with some type of uh, combat sport allegiance to bring that fan base along with them. But then John Cena is the is the huge caveat here who has that huge Hollywood <laughs> following mm-hmm. behind him and it works. And you know, I, I the, the big question I and I and I and I contemplate this back and forth is how big is Roman Reigns to the normal person? That I can't put my finger on. I can't tell if John Cena's overshadowing him, if it's eye to eye. Or if it's you know wh- whatever it is about him, but you know for us we're like okay this is this is a big fight field. We understand these are two top people. They have history. The- these are the people who carry WWE for the last fifteen something years. So we understand the-, the the spectacle of these two facing each other. But what does the average person say? So yeah, out here I mean again to, for for it to be Thursday and I think it's going to be interesting tomorrow as you know most people especially people who are driving are going to come in tomorrow. Um it feels it feels regular. It feels very regular. Um there's a bunch of different conventions happening this week might I add uh CinemaCon which is a a a film festival. Um there is a photography uh a photography model con going on. There's a porn convention going on. <laughs> and nobody called me to cover that. Yeah, <laughs> all the things I could have covered. Okay, Tammy, you want to apply for press for that? <laughs> yeah, get, get my credentials in the mail yeah, for that. I'm going to see the next year. Yeah, they want to see your, your UVAs for that. They want to see how many views <laughs> you're getting on those. Uh, but um, so it's really, with that being said, it's just balanced. There's a bunch of people out here right. for different, different things. And I think everybody, even if you kind of look across, you can tell that everybody's progressively walking towards whatever it is that their destination is. So, like, it's a lot of objective out here instead of it feeling more touristy or just people just kind of floating around. And again, it's, it's still early here. It's five. Um, so, you know, things can change in the next three hours. I mean, things will change. That's not even the question. Um, Are there any indie shows scheduled for a this lot. weekend? A okay. lot. Do we so, know Jamal? Yeah, okay. there's a lot. And um, Miranda of um, The Cheer Shot, she, we, we've been talking a lot about the different shows. I really want to see uh, FSW. Like, that's on my to-do list because they don't travel anywhere. They're here. But Jamal looks unsettled by that statement. <laughs> what's what's wrong with them? Disco Inferno versus Effie. Is, is, oh. That, oh. is that on their car? <laughs> well, okay, wait. But FSW is doing a co-show with GSW, and well, that's that's, r- that's that's the card on the right. FSW versus GCW show. Effie from GCW is facing Disco Inferno. Right, and and that's fine. I mean, that's that's is my it? thing. No, but listen, <laughs> as I as I was getting towards, I want to see FSW, and the reason why I, I haven't confirmed indie tickets is because I really don't have interest right now in seeing GSW, especially. I'll just a conversation for another day. So it's just the idea of like, 
if SF, if FSW was doing just a solo show with their talent, um, it would have been a no brainer. So that's why I'm kind of contemplating on what I want to do because a lot of their um, talent, like uh, Lights, Camera, Fraction, I, I really want to see them. Um, I, I'm not sure if Danny Limelight is on it. I know that um, Chris Bay is floating around. So there's a bunch of different people affiliated with that brand that I want to see. It's just a matter of how it's going to go down. But it's independent wrestling. Like, you can show up 10 minutes before it's over and still get a ticket. <laughs> so I'm not really worried about it. So, But uh, it's hot as hell. Should I, th- should I add that? Or do we already know that? Oh, that, I, that's to be expected. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's why Have SummerSlam's you- in a dome. <laughs> Truth, and I was going to ask, is it going to be an outdoor stadium? So you just answered my question. So, have you been Have you been approached by anyone wanting to either too sweet you or to get you on their podcast? <laughs> I'm not. I, hopefully not. That's why I'm, I'm having Adidas shirt on because I don't want to be looking like I need to interact with wrestling folks. <laughs> 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 Flying <laughs> under the radar. It's seriously, because I I mean I'm a person I own plenty of wrestling shirts and I know what it's like when you wear one and that usher bit of attention in a in a very heightened time in the in society where a lot of us need to really keep attention away from each other, including that s- social distancing thing that you know we've been doing for a while. So you know we we don't want to lose sight of that. And speaking of that, I mean I guess that's the other question: what's the what's the state of the pandemic out here? What does it look like? I think it looks pretty. When I say normal, not like normal, and in, 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 in the eye of like ignorance, like people not wearing masks. I think it's the big mixture of people trying to be responsible and people ultimately being responsible. I don't, I don't as of right now, I don't see like the blatant like I'm not wearing them because every hotel you have to wear them inside of one. Mm. So okay. even how, how if you think are locals and how much of that are tourists, because I think the locals agree. A thing with the tourists come in, you know, from like let's just say Texas, and they're like. Well, I, I never had to buy a mask until I got here. Yeah, exactly. Agree, but right. I mean, you 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 have to be like some Tom Clancy type of stealth to not have had a mask on this entire time. The airport, the hotel, the taxis—like at this point now, there's no way you can avoid it. So, but I haven't ran into a place where you need to have your vaccination card, and I oh. assume, if I'm not mistaken, isn't that mandatory for the event? Okay, but okay, but I think MSG, the MSG show is the first one where you have to be vaccinated. Oh, New York's not playing. New York Comic Con. Yeah. Oh yeah, New York, New York is not playing. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, New York Comic Con is put it. That's a venue yeah. thing. That has that? Well, thing. no, it's a it's a state thing at the point now. It seems like because yeah. New York Comic Con just came out. It's a city thing. Yeah, yeah. They they came out two days ago and said you have to show proof of vaccination to come to the con. So, whoops. But good. But yeah, I do know you have to wear masks, which is good because if you look at the if you look at the Garth Brooks concert that happened like three weeks ago, man, SummerSlam was going to be a jungle, but you know, that doesn't stop me from doing the right thing. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be cool. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens in the next 24 hours. Thanks for flip. I'm going to probably try to hit the superstore or see if there's anything to pick up there, but we'll see. I was going to ask you what your itinerary is while you're out there. Hey, what about the pro fight shop? You want to go out there? I, re- I already went past it. It's not there. You t- uh, it was in Planet Hollywood, but I didn't see it. Mm. I didn't know Planet Hollywood was still there. I thought they tore it down. No, 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 no. You're you're thinking about something else. Planet Plan Hollywood definitely will always be here. It's dead in the middle. It's right next yeah, to Yeah, people it. said that about Tropicana, too, and that shit is dust. <laughs> Tropicana well, is definitely on its way out. Right. <laughs> I, I was just talking about it earlier. I was like, Tropicana 
it's just not I mean, a good hotel. Every time you go to Vegas, you go like, oh, yeah, that's the hotel where you make a left turn or make a right turn. It's like, no, they put something else there. And it ain't what you thought it was. Yep. yep. They gone. give it a facelift and put a new name on it. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, now well, they'll just raise it. And they put a thousand foot tall building there. And it's like, no, nah, this is the new hotel. It's yeah. whatever. Like there used to never be a Hilton on a strip. Now yeah. Too. Yeah, because um, Planet Hollywood owned there were three buildings and then um hilton bought one of the buildings out of from planet hollywood so it worked out good for them i guess but yeah you're right hilton definitely was not there and and it for people who had timeshares good for them because their investment came to a better light (laughs) but your itinerary is what um just kind of SummerSlam because okay and this this goes into our next topic unless anybody else got anything they want to say nope we wish you were there that's all (laughs) <laughs> well, Jamal, we we've we've traveled uh a lot of these type of big five pay-per-view weekends and we kind of we vibe on the same notion as to what is it when we want to do when we get to these cities. We go most of the time for me, the city is the big draw, and then wrestling just happens to be the, the, the other formality and being there. And you know, the when when it, the super indie shows were still were still around, it was like okay, let's Let's see what we want to see. You know, let's hit Evolve and let's hit TakeOver. Yeah. That was that was our thing. Evolve, TakeOver, and, and bounce. definitely spread it out in, in, in Brooklyn, uh, going to that church that was hotter than hell itself. That um, <laughs> Cesaro was there for five minutes, if even that. Because I know he was like, first of all, I shouldn't even be seen in his capacity, but I'm sure it's ain't about to sweat my life away. It was so hot, like... <laughs> It, this was one of Cody's first independent shows, right. and he tried to do something remember, on the yeah. rope, and it did not go the way he wanted it to go. Oh, I remember this. Okay. That was the devil. That was the devil himself saying, "Nah, bro, <laughs> this much show, this hot as hell it is." But um, yeah. So you know, we usually go see an independent show, and then we'll hit, we'll hit uh, take over, and then we bounce out because most of the time the pay per view with it or the main roster, however you want to put it just wasn't appeasing to us it wasn't a bang for your buck i'd rather spend another day in the city doing else what or just leave and that's the decisions we made a bunch of time this time i like vegas i i love stadiums and the fact that this was in the raiders stadium i was like this is a no-brainer then you add the the boston fight being the same night everything about this is like i absolutely want to go to SummerSlam. i wasted no hesitation which is not a norm for me so it was the question of what well, was up with Takeover? All right, you know I haven't been watching NXT like I want to, but Takeovers usually are good. I usually can scuffle up some, you know, some good seats. Depend on the stadium, fifteen dollars, twenty dollars. Get some good seats right now. Yeah, I know. I yeah, we're, we're getting to this. And and here's the other thing. And then for Vegas, it's like again because I haven't been watching NXT faithfully. I know Takeover is always going to be around the main the, the 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 pay-per-view so was it going to be sunday was it going to be friday who knows we'll see and then if it's out here it's like okay t-mobile arena mgm unlv sam's, uh, sam's town uh thomas and max center they got plenty, of, plenty of options yeah pacquiao's only using one other one so yep, there's right. places yeah. <laughs> plenty of options and I and I do know this too. Like I, I've said this before, and th- this is this is just the brilliance of Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather also is the ultimate scalper because he will book an entire venue 
a, a, a projected date of something so that when somebody wants to do it, they buy it from him in order to get it. So like he'll he'll own the rights to run an event on T-Mobile in T-Mobile Arena, and if, unless somebody gets it before him, and then they'll book it from him because he he did I you know I, I found I found this out from an interview Ice Ice Cube did about the Big Three where the Big Three had their championship but they couldn't sell tickets until they fin- finalized the deal with Floyd and then the oh. tickets went on sale the same day that the, the finals were. <laughs> I mean, but they had they had tickets that said to the location to be determined, and then eventually they uh, the, the additional tickets came out saying it's gonna be a T-Mobile. So that that's just that. But the interesting thing about it, I was like, okay, so where's the hell's takeover? <laughs> Come to find out, takeover didn't catch a flight. <laughs> wait, <laughs> they didn't catch a bus they, even. What? They go, wait, what? They didn't even go down the street. <laughs> they missed the bus. Time zone. They missed the bus. <laughs> All crisscross. <laughs> that might be too. So old not people. even, <laughs> not even his takeover. Not before SummerSlam. It's after SummerSlam. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's got to follow the big show in the stadium, and it's got to be in Orlando at the regular old PC. Man, the CWC. Yeah. Oh. So that's the question. Why is it in Orlando? Why is it in Orlando? And is that like just a further just? banging those nails in the coffin where it's like, we ain't even booking y'all flights. Y'all just stay there and do your show and the rest of us are out here in Vegas having a party. And That and, is rough. And interesting enough, so the Raw roster is out here already. I seen Matt Riddle post yeah. a picture with... Um, with Rhea and Damian Priest, right. Yes, so Raw is out here. SmackDown's in Arizona tomorrow, so they're not here, sense. but they're not far. They're, you know, right. there's gonna be a busload of them coming in. Yeah, probably got a charter <laughs> flight coming in that night. I bet. Yeah, more than likely. But the takeover, folks. <laughs> I mean, so so yeah. The question is, why is nobody being... gave you on from NXT? <laughs> nope. Unless they're not on the show. <laughs> if you think there's a main roster call up, they ain't coming. Yeah, they gotta come but, next week. Yeah, nah, we can't be can't series. be Saturday. The, the morale, <laughs> the 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 morale to be on. NST roster right now has to be low because every other time they're in the same city and you know just like you know the the, the last example I can remember is NXT in New Orleans for WrestleMania and all of the NST rosters out having fun and you know they're doing uh, meet and greets or whatever it may be they're they're part of the week the big weekend but now it's almost as if like or- like. They're part of the um uh the the um the other the other event before that the access week or whatever they right call yeah it. exactly yeah because they had that tournament the World's Collide tournament and stuff like that it was a big showcase for NXT yes they are having Vegas tryouts right now and, and that is a thing and so you, maybe you'll you hear some names pop up out of that and that can be fun but the only fun of it is is that Takeover mm. was the uh, a moose bouche for your <laughs> uh, love that word. Thank you. Yes. Uh, you... For your for your big one of your big four pay per views. Now they've done other shows themselves. They had Takeover Portland by themselves. I was at Takeover Bridgeport. Uh, you know they had. Uh... Here you go. Calm down, okay. Yeah, I had to I know... Calm down. Here you so, go. <laughs> so you know, so th- these are things that happen, but they've never been left behind. Takeover in the house. <laughs> like right. Takeover take staying in the house. Punishment. <laughs> Takeover not leaving that. Takeover take grounded. Takeover grounded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that's appropriate. I'm just like as much as there's a question here, I just can't help but to be disappointed for them. Like, damn, this is messed up. This is messed up on a level. I I I was legitimately scratching my head. Like, wait, takeovers in Orlando? That doesn't make any sense. I I I don't know, man. I don't know because even like if you know you're content with being on the NXT roster, being a part of these big weekends make you realize that you are still in WWE mm. and, you know, whatever the opportunities you may get, doing press, doing access, um, other, you know, yeah. backstage work you could be doing, in, anything. Be, being yeah. available for an anomaly to happen and they say, hey, we need to use you. Yeah. Being seen by the rest of the company. At least exactly. being in the same orbit. Yeah. Being out and about. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you have that, and you know, you have like you know NXT stars appearing in like the entrances of WrestleMania or SummerSlam. You know, uh, Keith Lee, you know, making this kind of a big splash in in that uh, uh, Worlds Collide tournament. You know, yeah. for access and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the meet and greets and stuff like that. So that was a big you know proponent to sell content. Yeah, because I don't know if they're having a SummerSlam access. I know they have like a big superstore or whatever, but. WrestleMania is a, a five to six day long event. SummerSlam is a four to five day long event. But with Takeover being on Sunday after the event is over, it almost feels like affirmative action. Like, yo, all right, we got to do a Takeover. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I get the feeling that a lot of that it might just be a victim between access not happening and this. It might just be a victim of the Saturday date that they're not running Sunday that they're running Saturday. Right. And I guess apparently. Apparent, isn't Raw in Vegas? It's got to be. It's got to be. Let's see. Where well, is I mean, Raw? Yeah. Because if, if Raw Let's isn't see. in Vegas, then 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 that could be why you leave uh, TakeOver behind. Because there's no point in running the arena, you know, if you're not going to use it. But if they and, pack up. Yeah. But at the no, same time, they, t- they are. There's Get this. On Sunday, there is a super show <laughs> in uh, Denver. Oh, God. They're running a house show during the house show two days after. And then Raw on Monday is in San Diego. So they're getting they're leaving. They are out of there. (laughs) But but San San Diego (laughs) still logistically makes sense. It's just it's just it makes as much sense as uh, them being in Phoenix right now. It's just a different direction. So, you know, for them not to be in Vegas, fine. But they still I, I don't know. I, and you know what, too? I'm wondering, like, and this is a good question, I guess. When you usually buy these SummerSlam, WrestleMania tickets, you usually can buy the entire week. Was no there any, a package. Is there any reason why they didn't do it this time? Or is it just straight the pandemic? Is the pandemic the ultimate X here? Well, right no. now I'm looking online. I'm seeing Drew at a meet and greet. So there's fans waiting to yeah. meet Drew they're, Drew right now at a meet and greet. They're definitely doing well. things. I see I see one for uh, Nikki Cross also. So right. they're yeah, definitely all, doing events, but it doesn't look like they're doing the full-on access. All yeah. Raw folks are getting their money's worth. <laughs> True. And matter of fact, and, and you have to think, so that means they're getting on a plane they're out. Saturday yeah. night. So, yeah, that, so, that red eye is going to be nasty at uh no, no we're not really because the super show so we gotta go to denver and smackdown right 
Nah. Yeah, Super Show will be both. There'll be people from both brands. It's a Super Show. Oh, because it's called yeah. a Super Show. It's a Super Show. Yeah. yeah. So okay, basically, but, but somebody's going to have to double back because you're going to have to go to Denver for Sunday, and then Monday you're coming back to San okay, Diego. No, okay, but that's not terrible, though. That's not terrible yeah. because of the time difference. So uh, SummerSlam is going to end around 11 o'clock Eastern, which is 8 p.m. Uh, yeah, Pacific time, yeah? Even if it ends at midnight, that's still 9 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, mm-hmm. You wrap it up, pack up the trucks, you're out of there at 2 in the morning, and it's eight hours, uh, well, you got to get over the mountains, but it's 12 hours to Denver. The trucks <laughs> will do that. That's what they do for a living. Yeah. As far as the talent goes, it's a, what, two and a half hour flight? You know, over the mountains flight. to Denver? Yeah, sure. the next morning. You know, on a Sunday, they got to show at 5 o'clock. It's only a one hour time difference. They'll be fine. And then, you know, the Raw guys will got to go back to San Diego for their show, which is a two and a half hour flight plus a time change. You know, that's fine. And the SmackDown is in Little Rock, fucking Arkansas, for no reason. Okay. Uh, on Friday. Aww. So the SmackDown guys are going to just go home until Friday and then, you know, peace out and go to Arkansas. I, I so, guess that's why they get paid. It's not terrible. That's what the job is. It's making towns. Yeah. I just. But it's just it, the well, idea that SummerSlam is really being treated like a regular pay per view and it doesn't no. feel as big, it doesn't feel as, as spectacular. It's in the arena. They had they were supposed to have Cardi B and, and all these different things. And this is yeah. the first major event. This is the first thing, like, un- unleashed event. And that's what WrestleMania was supposed to be. There's yeah. no restrictions. No pants. Yeah. It's going down in Vegas. And well, smoke and mirrors, really. Well, yeah, and that's that's kind of my assessment is that, like, it, you know, as far as the fans, it doesn't feel like. A big deal just yet but also yeah. in, in in regards to the advertisement you see SummerSlam just as much as you see your favorite circus soleil so this is mm. this is this is only confirming this and as a fan say i was super destined to want to meet nikki cross it's like you have one opportunity and then that's right. it because well, yeah. that's, that's not yeah. how it used to be you got access for three days you yeah. got um, you got them being at random uh, T-Mobile yeah. stores yeah, and all that stores stuff, crickets. Yeah. You know, you got you got random parties, viewing parties, and this is Vegas. You expect yeah. to go to some type of you know uh, British bar out here and saying with special guests WWE, you know, whoever Drew McIntyre is going to be there because that's what Vegas do. Yeah. That's what that's that's how they take over the city when certain events happen. You if a UFC ha- event happens. Every bar is themed out UFC. Every person on that car, one person is going somewhere. Somebody, the champions hitting four different locations. It's just, I, I don't know. It just feels like this is very underwhelming for WWE. And this, I don't, I don't know. So let me ask you this: SummerSlam weekend, the second biggest show of the year for WWE, is only one show in in that city. Now it just happens to be at the football stadium, which is new-ish. You know, pretty damn new. New, new, new. Yeah, they're pretty damn new. I mean, it's a year old, but it's still yeah. new. But, but it's so, only been used three times now, twice. Right. So, so then the question is, if it's not, if it's at T-Mobile Arena, the show is still the show, and the event still goes down, do you go? Uh, takeover. Yeah. No, no. no I like Takeover because Takeover's in Orlando. But I'm saying, do you go to SummerSlam if it's at T-Mobile Arena? Oh yeah, I like T-Mobile Arena. I definitely do. T-Mobile Arena is <laughs> a nice arena, and I've, I've been to a few boxing fights uh, there, so. Um, and, and concerts. It's, it's a very nice arena. And I also think that T-Mobile Arena has a setup that even at high seats, you get a good quality view. And they also got this uh, catwalk 
uh, World Bar area where you also can look over at. So, um, it, yeah, T-Mobile easily. And, that, and, 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 and again, when T-Mobile first opened, that was a draw for me. Like, oh, I need to see what's up with that. I like that arena. I don't, I'm not a big fan of MGM that's here. Or well, anything no. else. Yeah. Or in, anything else, I think, that's out here. Caesars is not all that. So, you know, but MG, uh, T-Mobile's nice, and hopefully Allegiance is really nice. You know, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we said from the beginning that getting into the stadium was going to be part of the draw for SummerSlam. Right. So, I, I think, hell, they've sold a ton of tickets to it. We know that. So, Do we know how much is the, uh, how many people it holds? Uh, around 64,000. And they did a sellout? No, well, I think they're, they're, in the they're 50s. not using sixty-four thousand, but I, um, according to Ticketmaster, um, and Twitter, somebody, and Twitter, because that's been a big war. Who's selling out? Who uh, who shows now? I, so, I got Twitter for five minutes and I saw that. I was like, I'm, bye, I'm out. So the, the short answer is it's not sold out. The okay. longer answer is that there's still pockets of tickets left for uh, for first purchase, and there's a smattering of resale tickets left. So. I would say that there's probably around, you know, maybe 2,000 regular seats and maybe three to 4,000 resale tickets left. Um, and they use maybe two-thirds of the stadium. So, like, the back third of the stadium behind the stage is not available. So, yeah. if I had to guess and assume that social distancing isn't in play as far as the seats are, uh, are concerned, I would assume that they sell 40,000 tickets for SummerSlam. Yeah, I'd say around that. I think they're I think they're shooting for around fifty, something like that is my yeah. guess. Of course, yeah, I figure it's Vegas. You're gonna have so many tickets that are gonna be like you know comp giveaways from the hotels and stuff. Truth. I, I I would think Saturday there's probably gonna be a lot of people that will suddenly have an interest in going to SummerSlam just because they're in town. It's before the Pacquiao fight. It's something to do. Go see the new stadium. I I can see them getting a good walk up. Just for yeah. like I said, get in for get a cheap ticket just to get in the building to check out the stadium. Even if you don't care about the show, I could just see it being a, something during the day on Saturday that I can see him get a lot of walk up at the last minute. So according to Russell Ticks, Russell Ticks on the Twitter machine, uh, they have and this is from posted yesterday. So they have an, an estimated thirty five hundred tickets left, uh, which includes an estimated capacity of forty five thousand and change. They may have sold 42,000 and change. Uh, there's around 6,000 resale tickets. So, you know, so we're looking at, you know, 40-ish thousand people, which is what I thought looking at the map. Um, so, like, good seats are available. Val- good value may not be available because you can be in Section 2 million row X for behind the stage, you know, under the rafters for $10. I don't think that's a good value. You can get a seat near the ramp. Uh, for $1,000. I don't think that's a good value. But if you want to be in the building, you definitely have opportunities to be in the building. Yeah, If you want to get in there, you can get in there. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, folks, uh, right now we're at the halfway mark of the show. I think there's a good time to uh, do our commercial. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about that guy named Phil. That Ooh. guy named Phil is from Chicago, who supposedly... May or may not be coming back. I don't really he care. He may but be doing something. Maybe. Know, he'll talk. I heard he's the best in the world from what I heard. But we'll find out after this break here on the Big Old Bell Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in one of those dinner ruts? So with HelloFresh, you'll get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door where you can skip all the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy 
fun, and affordable, because to me, that matters. You can enjoy cooking and getting dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less with over 25 recipes to choose from. Each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness as well as simplicity. Now, I'm looking over here at the hot honey Brussels and ricotta flatbread, the balsamic fig chicken, and the chicken over garlic parmesan spaghetti. My mouth is watering as I say this to you right now. Go to the link in our show notes below to get $80 off, including the free shipping on HelloFresh, which is your number one meal kit. Again, go to the link down below in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh. So let me just let everyone know listening to this show, I actually did order HelloFresh, so I'm not full of crap when I do these reads. I got to tell you, I'm not much of a chef here. But I do enjoy the meals that come and I get to prepare it really fast. I'm not a big veggie guy. So you know what? It suits my protein-packed lifestyle. So again, show notes, HelloFresh, you get $80 off your first shipment. But we have lost two chains to the wilds of, of Vegas. We knew it was going to happen. He was going to go party and forget about us. But the three of us will take over the rest of the show. And like we said before, there's this guy named Phil, supposedly going to re-debut or debut for that promotion in Jacksonville, AEW. We don't know what realm he's going to be doing it in. All we know is that Tony Khan has been tooting the horn, playing the trombone. Uh, all of wrestling Twitter is in uproar because they want their voice of the voiceless to potentially come back. So gentlemen, I'll say this. I think you guys know my answer, so I want to hear from you. Do you care if one Phil Brooks, Mr. Chick Magnet comes back for one, and number two, will it make you want to watch Rampage on Friday? No. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I, I'll just be honest with you. Here's why I don't care. Uh, I'm not going to get excited about a brand new 40-year-old. <laughs> AEW has so much young talent, uh, mm -hmm. you know, that's going on right now. Yes, they, they are stricken with the injury bug a bit. Um, yes, not every duck has lined in a row, but you're not going to convince me that a guy that we haven't seen in 10 years, that a guy that even, you know, back when he was doing his thing, wasn't like a generational level talent. No. People are, I mean, like, if you like him, you like him. That could be fine. Uh, but I think that people are kind of overstating his impression, his impression on the business. Now, with that said, if the last time you watched wrestling was 2012, 2014, something like that, and you kind of gave up on it because WWE really went into the shitter, um, and yeah, I can understand why. Like, oh, this guy is coming back. He's the last guy that I know. I'm going to give this a chance. I understand why there's excitement, but I do think that. If you have the opinion that if CM Punk doesn't come out tomorrow and do anything, if Tony Khan is a snake oil salesman because he doesn't deliver on what he promised, then you're a fucking fool and a literal mark. Because nothing was promised, nothing was guaranteed, nothing nope. has to be delivered. It's been a lot of hints. That's all it's been. Hints. There, there hasn't even been a lot of hints from AEW. And also, if the, if the timeline serves correctly, Everything came after the rumors started. Yes. AEW didn't really hint at anything until well after the rumors started. So people have been whispering as a joke 
CM Punk to AEW confirmed, and then somebody, and then somebody somewhere down the road went, oh yeah, for real? Yeah, I think so. Oh shit, it's actually true. And then it snowballed. So when you see the people are going on Fox, on Fox Sports, on the baseball game coverage, on the UFC coverage or whatever, like CM Punk is going back, that snowballed from the same bullshit rumor that started six months ago. Right. Nothing has been <clears throat> confirmed, only vaguely hinted at at best in AEW, and people are taking it up to the point where they go, it's almost confirmed. Well, there is no almost. Confirmation means yes, anything else is suspect. So I'm just going to say this right now. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it on the record. Okay. My source, trust me, bro. CM Punk is going to be in AEW. That is 100% absolute fact. So now that we know that it's fact, because I just said it, and I'm on the internet, so from there. <laughs> and you have sources. Done deal. I have sources. I, I have sources. And my source told me that CM Punk will be on in AEW tomorrow. In fact, he's in Chicago right now. It doesn't matter that he lives there. But he's in Chicago <laughs> right now. And he will be at the show tomorrow. So now that it's confirmed, you know what? Yes. Fuck it, I spoiled it. Send your hate mail to me. I ruined it for you. You didn't want to be surprised anyway. Now the question is, what the fuck does AEW do with a 40-year-old CM Punk? Right. Bingo. That's the big question. If he, assuming he shows up, Assuming no, no, he will. shows up. No, it. it's been confirmed by Jamal. He's confirmed. showing up. Okay, right. So let's go. When he shows up, when uh-huh. he shows up tomorrow night. Yes. What do you do with CM Punk? How do you use him? Because the the little bit hints we've had don't really shed much light on anything other than they're kind of hinting something with Darby, with the whole mm-hmm. best in the world talk. But I can't imagine that being more than just like the initial. This is where we start. But I. I got a lot of thoughts on this about what do you do with him? Well, like you mentioned to crab the, uh, the man's been gone seven years, mm-hmm. seven years is how long mm-hmm. he's been gone. So I think there's a big question mark here about what exactly is he coming back with? What does he have in the tank? Cause you know, who, who, who damn well knows we saw him in UFC a couple times and we know how that worked out. But of course that's apples and oranges, a completely different thing. And it's right. been, even been a few years since he did that. But my main thinking is, and I'm and I'm with you, Crab. I really don't have any interest in seeing him wrestle. I'm I'm not into Neither. it. I'm, as a moment, I want to see what happens just to see the moment of it. But I'm by no means excited about not it. Not when there are guys just, like Jungle Boy and Dante Martin and Darby and you know uh, what the hell, what the hell, Sammy Guevara. You right. Know, mm-hmm. You know, hell, even Adam Page, who I don't like. You know, they have a lot of good young talent that they are cultivating within their ecosystem. And and they bring in Christian. Okay, fine. They bring in Mark Henry. Okay, fine. He's actually been doing work backstage and isn't impeding yes. on the product in front of the camera. That Mark Henry as a backstage talent, that's what you need him for. But then people are trying to say the CM Punk's going to save AEW from something. What? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, NXT well, didn't what? make it to SummerSlam. AEW doesn't need saving. Yeah, right. no Sold out the United Center without even using his name. So, <laughs> I'm what I'm wondering is this: you bring him in. Mm-hmm. My immediate thinking is since this is such a walk, there's huge interest for tomorrow, for Friday night, yeah. for Rampage. Once he shows up, though, does that now interest what? maintain? Within a week, within two weeks, within three weeks? No. Does it stay? Does it fall off a cliff? 
what happens? That 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 is the, I think the one hundred thousand dollar question here is once he's there and it happens, do people care? Okay, if that's the hundred thousand dollar question, then I think the seventy five thousand dollar question is: <laughs> even we're in this echo chamber that is wrestling Twitter. Yeah. Is his reach as great as wrestling Twitter magnifies? Yeah. No. And I don't, I don't think, think it so. is. I, I I don't think it is because if AEW is averaging, you know, post uh, you know NXT you know uh, moving again, uh, you know eight hundred fifty nine hundred thousand, they cracked a mill a couple times. Now they're hovering just under a mill. People are people are telling me, and granted, these are marks from Discord. People are mm-hmm. telling me that CM Punk is going to bring six hundred and seventy five thousand eyes to the to the stage. I don't see that happening tomorrow. No. Now I'm going to be looking at the ratings on Saturday morning. I don't see CM Punk bringing seventy percent of AEW's audience. I don't see a seven seventy percent increase to damn near three quarters of a million uh, people to the program. Yeah, I think the big what? question is: Come Wednesday, come the right. next episode of Dynamite. Once the word is out, do people show up at Dynamite? Does that bring an audience? Maybe. But people are already showing up to Dynamite already for live shows. Like, does right, that is there, really... is, there, is there is there a bump in like the rating for Dynamite? Because now we know he's here, and what's he going to do? That's the thing. You know what's people he... are expecting Dynamite to hit 1.6 million people live. Right. People are expecting yeah. Rampage to hit 1.1 million people live. I don't think that he's a seventy, a sixty to seventy-five no. percent increase in viewership by himself. No. So think about, remember when when Fox brought him in as a, I guess, a consultant for that WWE backstage show. Was yeah. there really a major bump after the first time he appeared on that show? There no. Was no, no, no. Yeah, no. it was just it the was, first step. And, and heck, what, going back, if we want to take it all the way back to the pipe bomb and all right. that, when the pipe bomb happened, that generated, you know, a ton of talk, a ton of social mm-hmm. media, a ton of buzz. Right. The following weeks of Raw, right after that, the rating did not change at all. It just stayed right where it was. It was a ton of buzz, and there was a ton of people talking, but it's not like suddenly all these people started watching because of the pipe bomb. That's just, that is what it is. So here, here's my thinking. If you got him, and he's, he's we know we, we have him. It's been confirmed. Yeah, Jamal. If he's coming in, my thing is this. My thinking is get the maximum return on your investment on CM Punk out of the gate right away. Cause he's never going to be hotter than he is after tomorrow night. I don't think so. I would do the biggest matches you got right away. Cause I think he's only going to get cooler and cool off from here. So if it means doing him and Omega or him and a, who else will be a real big, huge mega match. If they have Brian coming in September, if you do the two of them together, I don't know, but I would do, don't wait, do the biggest damn stuff you can do with him right away. Because six months from now, it might not be anything special with him. It might not be anything special if, if Brian Danielson appears at AEW shortly thereafter. So to I'm Jamal's way more po- interested in that idea than uh, Phil Brooks. Right. And to Jamal's point, it's, okay, at what point does the, the new shine end for one? But do you want to see a 40-year-old something punk wrestling, let's say, Jungle Boy or wrestling? I know some people do. I personally don't want to look forward to it. I mean, is he going to wrestle Matt Hardy? Is he going to wrestle Christian? I, that doesn't interest me. I think where they need to put him is behind the microphone. They need to either, A, put him as a commentator, 
to get to get extra bang if he's not going to wrestle as many dates. They have or to be commentators. Or and you know what? He'd be the best of the bunch probably because I would like to hear a show with him and Eddie Kingston just going back and forth in promo land. That's the one thing I would enjoy. But they're not going to do that. To 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 Will's point. Omega was wearing a chick magnet t-shirt on Dynamite this week. So obviously, ooh, we really want to see Christian versus versus Kenny again? No, we just saw that on Rampage. So let's make it a three-way dance. They'll fill up in there and then blow your load for All Out. And then we'll see where we go from there. And I think that's the most fairest way to use him because let's be honest, after he explodes Rampage, what do you do with it? You know, it's like when they first started WCW Thunder and all of a sudden the first three weeks you had all these top stars coming in. And then the show started to kind of go downhill. So is that going to be the same thing for Rampage? Now, if you're telling me he's going to bump Rampage to get people to watch it, sure, if that's where he's going to be uh, appearing exclusively, I'm okay with that. But I highly doubt they're bringing in one Phil, uh, potentially, even though Jamal confirmed it, uh, to just do Rampage. Uh, personally, I don't care for him. I, I, you know, like I just want to hear Cult of Personality one time because that's one of my favorite songs. Aside from that, Stay retired, bro. I don't really care. Now, okay, now, now, now I'm going to be objective because we're all old. And though, <laughs> and, and objectively, we're not necessarily clamoring to see CM Punk. Objectively, no. uh, there are other things that we want to see that would fill this space. Objectively, I think we agree that AEW definitely does not need him for success. They're not necessarily piggybacking off of his success. And anything that he brings to the table that pro- propels them is a plus. Mm-hmm. With that said... Uh, I, I think the question for me is, uh, if he's going to be used like Sting is used, where he only works eight times a year, he's really there to prop up a young talent. Darby mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily need the rub from Sting, but now that you have that parent, I'm okay with it because he does nothing but it benefit Darby. Darby's getting nothing but a rub from Sting, and that's exactly what he needs for his career. Sting takes nothing away from that. I don't know who that person to pair uh, him with would be. Uh, I can't think of a person that benefits from the services of working with Punk specifically. Um, mm-hmm. So then, yeah, to that point, I do agree that you need to just burn it all. Whatever the hell you got, blow it all this year. Yep. But the question then becomes long-term, what are we looking at? Are we looking at a two-year deal, a three-year deal with, um, with CM Punk? My sources didn't tell me that. They only said that he's uh, in Chicago right now. I don't know. Maybe he's at home, but he's in, he's definitely in Chicago right now. With that said, it's it's kind of like this is the same thing that we had with Christian, right? And it's not that Christian doesn't deserve to be there. It's not that Punk doesn't deserve to be there. It's just that they cut their teeth on young up and coming stars and building that nucleus of the next generation of talent without exactly saying that this is NXT um, and Cody, and then to now pivot into that sophomore slump, so to speak, of uh, these old trusted hands that we're going to bring back, like Matt Hardy, like uh, Christian, like CM Punk, like Mark Henry and Big Show, like you know Daniel Bryan eventually, possibly, my source didn't confirm that yet, uh, <laughs> like QT Marshall. Um, you know, I mean, there are still some things to do, but it's just like, I, I personally, I hope that they only use Punk once a month. Just the last four weeks of a pay-per-view build, they only have four pay-per-views a year. So mm-hmm. if you're going to do the four pay-per-views and the three TNT or three or four TNT specials that start next year, 
you know, maybe we see him on this run up until All Out. They have the show. He does another show afterwards, and we don't see him until October. And he does four weeks until Full Gear. And then we don't see him again. And then he does six weeks until Revolution in February. Uh, you know, something like that. You know, that way he can still maintain some kind of uh, freshness within the product. Um, and we don't necessarily, because we don't need to see him every day at the expense of younger talent, especially since they have such a finite television special and they don't run house shows. You know, so That's all a good their point. time is their time. It's not yeah, you can And see you know him. damn well. Yeah, CM Punk ain't coming. CM Punk ain't coming back to be on YouTube. You know right. darn well he's right. he's I only going to be on primetime TV. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to, for him to be on Dark or Elevation to put him in a thing unless you're building something else. So if he's going to be, I mean, I don't mind the Brock Lesnar treatment, uh, but they need to use him effectively, not necessarily uh, use him, you know, because he's there. Uh, Christian and Sting, I think, have been used effectively. Hardy's has been more involved, but even once he got the Hardy family office going, he definitely took a step back. Uh, yeah. He doesn't need He got eight kids now. He don't need to do the things that he's been doing. Before. <laughs> That's um, true. You know, so I, I really hope that they just use him effectively and then move on from there. And if he can help some guys in the back that we don't see, then cool. Uh, but that's really the best of it. Now, what I want to happen is he comes out Friday night uh, at towards the end of the show, five minutes left. They only have three matches. And just before Shivani gives him the microphone to address the crowd, Cody knocks the shit out of him with a chair. <laughs> Cody Christ. And Doesn't that's even exactly talk. how the show ends. <laughs> I do think, I do think a key thing tomorrow night is they do not have to do much. Just no, play cult of personality, have him come out. He doesn't have to say a word. Who, make it clear who his first target is, and get out of there. That's it. Mm -hmm. It does right. not need to be involved at all. Right. This Last is very five much minutes a, of the show. Yeah. Let the anticipation build. If the marks are there and and, and they're eating that shit up, um, I, and that's another be another thing too, um, as annoying as it is to hear people chant CM Punk for no reason, what will that crowd look like if they make them wait to unveil? Uh, will, will that anticipation overshadow the rest of the show? Uh, you have Cargill versus Kiara Hogan, which should be, on paper, a very interesting matchup, considering how yeah. new Cargill is and how seasoned Hogan is, especially coming off of her uh, TNA run. That's a match I'm really looking forward to. But not if 15,000 people are going to chant CM Punk for no fucking reason. <laughs> so it's so is it a waste to actually to, is it a waste to actually do it at the beginning of the show then as opposed to the end Which so you get it out of the way it's it's 10 o'clock on a friday get it out of the way well, I think, but i do think you bury the lead though i think you bury the lead if you have cm punk come out whatever happens and he sets up his first few it happens within the first five minutes and they go to commercial break and there's the rest of the show it, it's 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 almost like going to a concert to hear the one song you wanted to hear them and then the rest is eh. the rest of the show they'd be talking about it in the background is what it would be it would be like it'd be back in the day when you'd have your cruiserweight matches on wcw and they're talking about the nwo it there's an argument to be made you put it on first so that it happens early and then people are talking about it the rest of the night mm -hmm. then on the other hand there's an argument say you put it at the end of the hour to make people wait and watch the whole hour of the show, waiting to see when he shows up. I, it's 10 o'clock on a Friday, and it's East Coast time, so it's earlier everywhere else. 
You could probably you could really do it either way. But given it's only an hour show, I would say put it on at the end. Close the I show. Would say put it on the end. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they I, I would wonder. I would wonder if they would give him the the mystery guy in the limousine, a la old WWF and old WCW. Open the show with that. Uh huh. It's like, oh, the hot free agent is here, and then it turns out to be like somebody else, and then the old engineer actually, melts down. Actually, what if it's Ruby Riot? It's called the first dance, and I think that's a thing that is um, that is lost on people is that yeah, it's the first dance, but it's the first dance for a bunch of people from WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Impact that are you know going through the free agency market right now, whose ninety day contracts have uh, have, ex- have elapsed. Uh, we know it ain't Samoa Joe that's coming. You know we we know it's not going to be a, a couple other people should co- show up. But whether it happens or not, what if it's the first dance for Braun? What if it's the first dance? Buddy Murphy. For Bryant? Yeah, right. Exactly. What if it's the first dance for the Iconics? Um, you know, obviously people the the Chicago you know ties are just glaring like a deer on the headlights blinding you with the light of the Chicago Titans. But there's some other people who it would be their first dance in AEW. What so if when, the, the, the limousine opens up and of all people, it's AJ Mendez. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you could do that as a tease at the beginning yep. of the show. And then she, she, he shows she up in the Scarlet. end. She's a Scarlet at that point. So maybe they're a package deal. I'm just looking forward to see. I want to see the internet melt down because I love it. That's the, but it's, it's who's going to step up after this, you know, because if we're we're using that show as a springboard for other young talent that are about to make that leap on dynamite, I think the idea of Ruby Soho is actually a really good idea, especially if you want to integrate her against like, let's say someone like Cargill. You know, it's like maybe we have like a women's NWO kind of thing with her leading that charge. You know what I mean? Because everyone's talking about, oh, they'll redo the NWO gimmick with like the men. Well, wouldn't Ruby Soho be a really good option to do that as a, a as the women's division? I would like to, but, but since they have a thing to, to build, I would like to see Mickey James leave that revolution. Fair. I yeah. mean, not that Ruby couldn't do it or shouldn't be a part of it. Uh, but since Mickey James is actually doing a thing, leading a charge herself, uh, mm-hmm. and that does include AEW folk, uh, why not do that on Dynamite? Yep. But, but be a good lead-up. Yeah, that would assume that the Forbidden Door includes women, and it doesn't. We haven't so, seen that yet. Yeah. yeah it's, it's the Besides Thunder Rosa, we haven't seen that yet. Yeah, so, oops. Um, but no, but so that, that's the thing. I think the biggest thing, the most intriguing thing for me is the story. How do they tell the story? of bringing in CM Punk into AEW. I really don't care for anything that happens after the story. Uh, It's like waiting for the ball to drop in New Year's. Uh, People have been waiting for 12 fucking hours to see a ball slide down a beautiful (laughs) at midnight with blowing winds in 12 degree weather. And you're drunk or full of pizza from Sbarro's for eight ninety five a slice. I hate when people do that. I so hate when people do that. Uh, right. And you've been waiting for to literally count down ten times until midnight, and then it's twelve fifteen, and the police are telling you go your drunk ass home, and now you're on a sweaty path train back to Jersey. Allegedly, this isn't my story. Allegedly, <laughs> but you're on a sweaty <laughs> path train back to Jersey. <laughs> Stumbling into Newark at three in the morning. Oh. Asking for a friend, right? Jamal, we're asking Alleged- for a friend at this point. <laughs> I read it on Reddit. 
So I think we're all pretty situated on, on what comes next, you know, what the story plays out. We want to see how that happens. That's great. I think really quick, I'll say mine. I want him to debut. Cold personality comes out, goes to the ring, grabs the microphone, does the whole room and doesn't talk for a minute. And of all people, John Moxley comes out and just DDTs him in the middle of the ring and just walks off. And that for me would be a great first feud. I know Moxley notwithstanding Jamal, but still it's like after he gets done with, with Daniel Garcia, who I actually really like, uh, that would be a nice first feud as opposed to him going straight toward Kenny and Christian uh, to be in that uh, three-way dance all out. But well, you know what? That, that actually that, wouldn't be a bad feud because now I know that I don't have to watch it. You don't. Nope. <laughs> You'll just have me watch it and I'll tell you. It's fine. Nope. Um, I know we normally do the news right now, but I want to ask you, Jamal, because you, yeah. you're, you're, you're big on dark and elevation, right? So is there anyone? Have you seen dark elevation at all in the last like, two weeks? I've watched dark this month. Okay, so I remember we were talking in our group chat about Dante Martin at one point. Yes. I went back and I saw a match with him and Lee Moriarty yesterday. And I got to admit, as much as his offense is can be hit or missed, because it's high risk, as they say, uh, the Met, Dante's and Lee Moriarty's match was actually really good. But I'm talking about Dante's moveset, because he won, spoilers, kids, he won with a, a flying sunset flip. And then on the com- on commentary, they mentioned, when was the last time you saw a match end with a sunset, a regular sunset flip? It was only because he leapt over Lee so hard and far, he almost missed grabbing the legs in the one motion. So hmm. while I'm impressed by Dante, I forget he's part of a tag team. <laughs> and like he's just been getting this single shine. So for people who watch Dark and, and Elevation, go back and check that match out. And I've always liked Lee Moriarty. It was a good match to watch. So if you do yourself a favor, go check that out. Because I've been tuning in a little bit to Dark and Elevation um, just to see who's who's on the come up. And, and for him, for me to see him make it look that effortless, I'm looking forward to see what Dante Martin does from here on out. That's my that's my two cents on, you know, Dark Elevation this week. Uh, also, Thunder Rosa, keep kicking ass. I like seeing it. Yeah, I mean, 100%. <laughs> I can't say anything bad about Dante. I think that it is uh, a bit understated that he is a part of a tag team. But people need to put respect on Darius Martin, too, because it's yes. not like he's not doing the same thing that Dante is doing. Darius is the older brother. That doesn't have to mean mm-hmm. anything. But they are a team, and they work well as a team. I would like to see them get back to being a team than, you know, Dante having this floating singles run. They're not pushing him for a title. He's obviously not taking too many losses. He's just floating in this singles malaise right now, which isn't bad because he's showcasing. However, he's a tag team guy. Uh, when they want to push him solo, it'll be like the Freebirds. Just go out there and do your thing and bring a belt home. Um, but, uh, yeah, I haven't watched Dark since the Max Caster thing went down. I think that's Personally, I think it's a bit, bit of bullshit, and I really wish that AEW with you. would have a little bit more transparency in the matter. Um, uh, I, have a, I have a lot of issues with that, but not enough time to discuss it, so I'll move on to the news. So, uh, the big thing uh, that's happening this weekend, of course, is SummerSlam that's in Vegas on Saturday, not Sunday. I know it's that's a bit weird for WWE, but, uh, the, but they have flip-flop with TakeOver. Uh, TakeOver is going to be at the Capitol Wrestling Center down in Orlando and some on Sunday. SummerSlam is Saturday. Pre-show at 7, kickoff, uh, kickoff show at 7. SummerSlam is at 8. In AEW, speaking of tag teams, 2.0, uh, Matt Lee, Jeff Parker, they have been officially uh, deemed all elite. They got the 2.0. big Twitter graphic earlier uh, today, so uh, good on them. They've been having a pretty good showing with them and Daniel Garcia. Uh, if Garcia hasn't gotten that all elite message, 
it should be coming soon. Don't mm-hmm. know what they're waiting for. Um, but yeah, uh, Ric Flair, he's been in the news. Ric Flair drip is definitely a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Never mind. Because he's going to be an NWA 7-3 and, you know, and yes. nothing else. Absolutely nothing else. Also, let's be clear. Ric Flair does not take Long Island Railroad. Right. No, only Jets. Yeah. <laughs> only right. jets and he he tweeted it he's like he doesn't ride trains so right. there you go right um so and, and 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 from experience i know that's long island railroad so yeah, i thought it was the metro north for a second <laughs> but you're right that that's long island railroad yeah, it, yeah mm-hmm. it's the green that set it off and yeah. oh and also that picture smelled like Hempstead. just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh that makes so much sense <laughs> it, it, it absolutely does so but NWA 73 is going to happen out there at the end toward the end of the month, Sunday, August 29th at the Corazon Ballroom at the Chase in St. Louis. Yes, the hotel show. Yay. Uh, um, that event just smells like cigarettes already. Just smells like oh, steel it, cigarettes it, right there's now. There's so many blue haired biddies that are going to be out there with pancakes. <laughs> um, career versus title match. Nick Aldis versus Trevor Murdoch. Oh. oh. Now, Boy. the question is, the question is, is Trevor Murdoch actually eligible for this match? If it's career versus title. That's dubious. Uh, James Storm uh, versus Chris Donis in a national title match. Uh, Donis is the champion. Um, there is a uh, battle royal for the number one contendership. And Mickey James versus Callie Ray if she decides to show up for work. Uh, Ric Flair yeah. will make a special appearance at the show as well. Um, should be interesting out there in St. Louis. Man, the NWA is falling on hard times than we used to watch Power a couple years ago, right? Because we used to like Power. And now it's... Put it behind a paywall and it changes everything, you know? When you put a show that was good enough for YouTube behind a paywall, that changes the scope of the show. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. Um, This weekend, tomorrow night, of course, is SmackDown, I guess. Tomorrow night is Rampage featuring CM Punk at the United Center, the Madhouse on Madison. Tomorrow night, Glory by Honor, the Ring of Honor pay-per-view at the ECW Arena in South Philly. Now, this is Ring of Honor's first show outside of the state of Maryland where they've been running shows in the UMBC campus outside of Baltimore. I think this was the show that was supposed to be WrestleMania weekend down in the Tampa area, but COVID said no, and Ring of Honor said cool, we're going to move it, and they moved it eventually to Philly. It's a two-night show. So right. they are not only going to be running against uh, Rampage and SmackDown, they're also going to be running against SummerSlam on Saturday. So for night one, Chelsea Green's going to make her Ring of Honor debut. Um, then you have uh, Ray Oris versus Silas Young in a singles match, Gresham versus Red Titus in a, in a, for the Pure Championship, uh, Bandito versus Slip Gordon. Not saying it's the best card, but it's a it's a pretty good Ring of Honor card. On night two, right. um, you have Dalton Castle versus Danhausen. That could either go really poorly or be more fun than it should be. Uh, cheeseburgers on the card for some reason. I forgot Cheeseburger's still there. <laughs> cheeseburger will never leave Ring of Honor. He's right there with Jay Lethal and the Briscoes yeah. is first, just first never get out. Ring of Honor Hall of Famer. <laughs> Uh, a match that I'm actually looking forward to is uh, Shane Taylor Promotions versus Incoherence, which is Delirious yes. Primary and Hollow Wicket. Uh, that yes. should be a lot of fun for the six-man tie- team titles. Uh, Nexus Squad versus uh, LFI, uh, Dragon Lee, and Roosh. 
versus Bandito and Ray Oris uh, in a tag team match. Uh, both nights look fun, but both nights have stiff competition from both SmackDown and AEW and, of course, SummerSlam. Uh, it will be interesting to see uh, if Ring of Honor, you know, how Ring of Honor does. But if you have Honor Club, you probably don't care about the competition anyway. Uh, TakeOver 36, of course, is Sunday night in Orlando. Uh, cool. The match that I'm looking forward to seeing is Walter versus Ilya Dragunov. If you didn't see their first match, uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole should be an interesting match. Will this be Cole's last match in NXT? He True. did come out on Twitch um, maybe two days ago, and he said that he would never give it up. And, he meant, and, you know, he meant it. And that's the thing that he said as he ended his stream, that he would never give this up because he loves the community that he's built on Twitch. It's very important to him to keep it going. Is that a thinly veiled threat at WWE? Is Maybe. that a prognostication as to where he's going to go? Assuming that if AJ Styles can't keep his Twitch stream and he's not willing to pull an Austin Creed and give WWE a piece of the pie, you know, is that, you know, the um, the linchpin? Is that the deal breaker for him and WWE? It will be interesting to see how this match goes. Two out of three falls, uh, a regular singles match, a cage, a, a street fight, and if necessary, a steel cage match in in that uh, NXT matchup between O'Reilly versus Cole. A lot of symbolism in that match. Um, a lot of symbolism for NXT in that match. And it will be interesting to see how that goes down on Sunday. Outside of that, it is SummerSlam in Vegas. Uh, you, you have GCW, which uh, for me, the match of that night, of that show, is going to be for off the rails. is two Cole Scorpio versus Chris Bay. Ricky Morton versus yes. Effie will either be very good or very bad, but that should be interesting. Uh, FSW, Future Stars of Wrestling, which is based in Vegas, they're having a joint show with GCW. Disco Inferno versus Effie will either be will be either be more fun than it should, or fucking horrible. Ugh. Um, you have a couple of stadium series um, out there in Chicago. Uh, they do a couple of shows at this high school uh, football stadium. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Callie Ray versus Thunder Rosa was a match that was supposed to happen back in June, but didn't because, well, yeah. Um, Trey Miguel versus Jake something. Uh, that should be a pretty interesting match as well. Uh, Evil Uno versus Jason Hodge. Not too familiar on Hodge. I've seen a couple of things, but Uno's always a good show. So there's a lot of wrestling happening this week. Um, a lot of wrestling happening in Vegas if you're not going to SummerSlam. But if you flew to Vegas and you're not going to SummerSlam, why are you there? Uh, and, of course, other stuff happening around the world. You have uh, Deathmatch Down Under from uh, the Melbourne area. You have Progress uh, out there in London. Rev Pro is in Manchester, England this weekend. Uh, WXW is going down this weekend. It's a lot of wrestling. And that's the news for this week. Well, folks, that, that's a lot to digest. Uh, hopefully, like we said, next week, Two Chains makes it out of live from Vegas. I uh, hope he doesn't stay there because we kind of need him on this show. But if not, as always, this has been the Big Gold Bell podcast. Myself, The Crab, and Will. Uh, any last parting words? Uh, I hope he comes back with his eyebrows. That'll be, that's like... <laughs> the, probably hope the he doesn't come back with a tattoo. <laughs> On his tongue. Not on his neck. Not a Cody one, hopefully. No. No <laughs> Merca. the BGB logo on his, on his neck. 
Yeah. It's going to be a wild weekend. If nothing else, we will have, I think, a cavalcade of stuff to talk about next week. So I'm very curious to see how the next couple days unfolds. And I'm not quite sure how it will. So it's going to be real interesting. Set your expectations at the right level, people. Let's not go too overboard because there's a lot of potential here for people to be let down i think in some ways is it wrong that i'm ex- I'm, I'm kind of thinking the covid numbers are going to spike and i'm like i can't wait to see those numbers as opposed to the ratings based on this <laughs> actually no. I, I don't think they will i really do mm-hmm. think that um people are wary of the mass and i think that there's no way in the hell that you're going into a building with 65,000 with 50,000 screaming fans and don't think that that shit is okay in 2021 to not have a mask on. If you're one of those people that thinks that it's perfectly fine to not have a mask on, don't sit near me. I'm going to mace you. Right. <laughs> right. Fair enough. Yeah, Fair enough. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> so, folks, please, if you if you can, if you're out there, be safe, be careful. Uh, I am not going. None of us are going. Two chains will represent us. Hopefully, Stellis comes back next week. Find all of our work, our podcast at Gets Dropped in the morning. On social media, we are at BGB Group. Uh, if you want to go to the website, that's BigGoldBelt.com for all of our podcasts, our news, all of uh, 2 Chains movie reviews. And uh, trust me, you're going to have me on there soon, uh, basically talking about the Mortal Kombat animated movie that's coming out. So, yeah, it's going to be hopefully better than the Transformers show on Netflix. But that's besides the point. Uh, I am Damon G. Thank you from all the guys. We'll catch you next time. I really need that big old belt. Big old belt. Big old belt.